Do you want to be inspired by other brilliant business owners? Find out how and why they set their brilliant businesses up. Discover some of the triumphs and struggles they face along the way. If so, then you are in the right place. Welcome to the Brilliant Businesses Podcast. We interview business owners to find out their story and journey as to how they set their businesses up. We believe that story is an important way of making their businesses shine, and we share those stories on this podcast. Keep building those brilliant businesses. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to a Brilliant Businesses podcast. My name is Nick Bryant, and I'm very pleased today to be joined by Jane Holman. Morning. Good afternoon, Jane. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for having me. (laughs) It's a pleasure. So Jane is a a fertility specialist and a nurse manager, and we're based here at the Amara Clinic in Tunbridge Wells. Um, But Jane works out of a company called LCRH. Um, She works alongside um, a lady called Dr. Lynn Chapman, uh, and they collaborate with leading specialists to provide outstanding personal care for their parents, for their parents, for the patients, sorry, at every stage of the journey. Um, Jane has over 25 years experience in the field of women's health and uh, from medical and surgery through to family planning and specializing in fertility and assisted conception. I'll be, where, where are those 25 years gone, Jane? Yeah. Oh gosh, good question. Um, yeah, <laughs> I sort of, um, I came into fertility and women's health by by a mistake, really. I suppose I um, was working in various areas when I did my training and really enjoyed relating to, to I suppose, women, healthy women, um, and decided to sort of specialise in an area that I could support them further. Okay. So um, initially I worked at King's College Hospital and I worked with a couple of renowned sort of experts within the field um, that were working in IVF fertility, um, general women's health. Yeah. Um, and I had a lot of opportunities, really. I had opportunities as a nurse to learn to scan, um, to do additional qualifications in ultrasound. Okay. Um, I was able to um, expand the nurse's role and was very much um, encouraged to um, manage patient cycles, yeah. support patients going through the fertility journey. Um, and that, I suppose, one thing led to another, really. Yeah. And um, I suppose my expertise grew, and therefore I wanted to utilise that more. Um, and as time went on, I was with King's for a number of years. Hmm. We had the opportunity to go overseas, to set up clinics, to train, to support other members of staff, so nurses, doctors, um, and uh, really sort of, I suppose, put the word out there. Okay. And that was in the early days of, of IVF. So things, as you can appreciate, have Moved changed quite considerably. Mm. Mm. Um, reproductive medicine does, um, and even more so these days. From there, I went to the Chelsea and Westminster And I was a nurse manager of an IVF unit um, and I had, um, again, opportunities to build build a clinic um, and expand that again with some some other members of of IVF um, and fertility that are quite renowned. Okay. Um, I also was seconded to do a placement to work in general gynae, so I covered medical surgery. Um, so I could claw back on that experience that I'd had from um, when I'd I'd sort of trained and, and you know in the early years, yeah. which was great for me because yeah. it, it sort of uh, kept me fresh and, and interested. And yeah. but I then ultimately went back into um, the IVF role. 
Um, and from there, I then um, moved locally, actually, to the Tunbridge Wells area to oh. work with two consultants to set up um, a clinic in, in Tunbridge Wells, which is now a thriving clinic, mm. which is doing really, really well. So it's lovely to be part of that and, and to project manage that. Yeah. So again, my I suppose my skill set changed a little bit, mm. um, never ever losing that, that um, clinical role and always being involved very heavily with patients. Yeah. Um, and I suppose then I went on to develop into more of a project management, working in setting up clinics. So I then moved back into London and set up a clinic for an overseas company. Okay. Um, and that, again, is a thriving clinic, which is great. So for me, it's also about sort of working with younger members of the team to develop them and, and I suppose, yeah, explore their opportunities and, and expand their skill set. Yeah. Um, and then more recently, I worked at a clinic called IVI, which um, is is in Wimpole Street. So that is in London, and that is part of a, a global, probably the global leaders of, of IVF. Okay. It's a Spanish group. Um, and that is where Lynn, Dr. Lynn Chapman and I started working together. So um, we built our, our um, friendship there. Yeah. Um, and we worked together for a, a good number of years. So okay. um, we got to a point really when we when we were both thinking about next steps mm. where we thought okay so what can we do slightly differently for patients what can we do where we can support them and and carry them forwards in more of a bespoke sort of personalized way mm. i think it's very hard for patients when they go through this process because you know quite often you can go to, to bigger clinics and and sometimes that personal touch is lost a little yeah. bit just purely because of the size of the clinic so both um, lynn and i decided no we would step aside we would offer something a little bit different, mm. um, a little bit of a, a challenge for us as well, because um, Lynn wanted to set up on her own. So I um, I jumped on board with her. Excellent. So um, we've been together for, um, well, Lynn started three years ago and, and I supported her with patients initially, but mm. actually started working together, um, solely together as a, as a team two years ago. Okay. So, um, so yeah, so that's my background. Yeah, that's yeah. your story. Yeah. It's a bit of a long one. Yeah, that, so that, that's, 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 that's great. Yeah. Um, I think what's, what's good about here in the Amara Clinic where you're working from is it doesn't feel clinical. Um, yeah. It's such a lovely space. And I think that must be really important when clients come and see you for, for the comfort and for them to make, make, make you, make them feel at home or, you know, relaxed. Yeah, definitely. I yeah. think for a lot of patients, you know, they've been through this journey and it can be quite a lengthy journey for a lot of them. Mm. Um, that association with the clinic sort of setting is is not necessarily positive for some people mm. and it's just nice to remove them from that and make mm. it a little bit more homely um absolutely the amara is a beautiful setting for us um we've been collaborating with the amara for a little while now yeah and it had to be the right feel yeah. um, and coming into a, a women's health setting um is perfect for us because mm. it could offer almost a holistic sort of um care yeah for for our patients which is so so important mm. when we were speaking earlier you said you had a whatsapp message at six thirty this morning from from one of your clients i mean it doesn't stop does it but know, but you I must know. get so much satisfaction from that it is yeah. it's, it's hugely rewarding and mm. i think um you know we feel so passionately about what we do yeah um that's the driver mm. um and we're there for our patients 24 7 um i know that that seems hard but um it's what we want to do and for us it's about delivering the whole package yeah so from start to finish <laughs> um the patient's journey is 
is for some it's it's lengthy mm. um and for others it's it's tough it doesn't always work unfortunately yeah. Yeah. but it's about i suppose making sure that we provide the best possible experience um that we can mm. with hopefully that positive outcome at the end of it yeah that through the whole process even after the, the the birth of the child as well, you you sort of get involved in. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it is. I think it's very hard. Um, maybe the downside for Lynn and I is that we yeah. struggle to let go. Yeah. And the rest of the team, we are. You know, I'd like to just sort of add that we are a, a very close knit team. Um, and also, I think um, for for patients, it's it's nice. It's hard for patients to let go mm. if they've been so cared for during that that process. Yeah. Um, we all feel as elated as the patients when they have that positive. As yeah. I say, at hopper six this morning, I was woken up to a WhatsApp message, which um, you know, it just That's warmed great, my it? heart because it's so yeah. lovely. The patients have been through so much, mm. and, and it's just nice to. The fertility process doesn't always work, as you, as you said earlier, but um, I believe that your success rates are really high. Yeah, Can you absolutely. give us some examples? Or Yeah, yeah. so I think um, we obviously are reviewing our stats all the time. They mm. are genuine statistics. Um, we're very proud of them. Um, and I think a big part of that is because we do get to know our patients mm. right from the very outset. So they go, the patients will get the continuity of care. That's so important. Mm. Um, you know, we see them through. We offer what we feel is in their best interest the whole way through. Mm. Um, with our patients that are having genetic testing, which gives an indication of the, the normal chromosomal complement of an embryo. Okay. When those embryos go back, our statistics at the moment are phenomenal. They are running at about 70% wow. um, for patients that start a cycle. So not everybody will get to that point of having normal embryos, but when they do um, again it's about making sure that the patients are I suppose informed at every stage mm. um, and can make those decisions mm. about next steps so yes yeah, so we are very proud of our success yeah 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 and also you mentioned earlier that everyone that works within the clinic or within your organization um, have been involved in, or had ex- their own experiences with with fertility as well so therefore they've been to some areas or other clinics that they've seen get you've seen gaps in or they've seen gaps in and, and therefore you can make them a bit better from what you do of course yeah. yeah, and I think that's really, really important. <laughs> Almost learning from other people's mistakes, right? Yeah, 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 that's the thing. And I think also it allows us to be very empathetic with with the patients and what they're what they're having to go through. Yeah, um, it is it is very very difficult. And I think you know, Lynn um, doesn't hold back in letting patients know that she has been through that IVF process herself. Yeah, so she can really uh, relate to the patient's journey um, mm. and the pain of the patient's journey because yeah. you know it's. It is hard. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, everybody that has, has, has an association with, with LCRH can, uh, can bring something to the fore. Yes. Um, yeah, to, to hopefully okay. you know, help the patients yeah. on their journey. Can we talk about the male side of it? Because, mm. uh, you know, the male factor in fertility is a big part, isn't it? And how the... It's a huge part. Yeah. It's a huge part. And also, I think for for various reasons, I think it's really important to involve the male partners yeah. because they can feel very much on the periphery when they are going through this process. Um, male factor infertility is is a, a huge contributor to probably about 
easily half the number of cycles that we see. Mm. And it's so important that we, I suppose, dissect everything okay. right to the nth degree yep. to make sure that we are offering the most suitable treatments for patients. So we do work very closely with um, a very renowned neurologist called Mr. Jonathan Ramsey. Um, and he works very, very closely with us as a clinic. Mm. Um, and obviously, we, we appreciate his recommendations and guidance and advice. Mm. Um, quite often, we overlap with him if we feel that it's necessary. Okay. We see patients that um, come to us because they're desperate and right. that the male factor side has been overlooked because it is an area that um, hasn't always been focused on mm. um, in, in maybe the depth it needs to be. Mm. So there okay. are a lot of new treatments that are available for us to be able to explore, support, um, and I suppose change the treatment options for yeah. patients. Um, and I think that's really, really important as yeah. well. Definitely, definitely. Um, and also um, the mental support and the um, the counselling that may have to come with it as well. You offer that as well, don't you? Definitely. Yeah, All yeah. of our patients will have that as in part of the inclusive package. Mm. Um, so for us, I think it's it's we look at it as, as the counsellor is part of the team. Yeah. Um, and it's very important for patients to know that they have that included. It mm. is available. We do encourage patients to utilise that. And if more than one session is is necessary or if... If it's advised that we maybe park treatment for a little bit until yeah. patients are in a better place, um, in a better state of mind, then mm. that's that's really important to us. Yeah. Um, and it's seen as the norm as well because okay. it's the support that patients need. Mm. Um, so we do work with uh, with we have three counsellors that we work very closely right, okay. with. Yeah, yeah. We have um, different locations and we have um, patients that can see counsellors either face to face or they can have virtual appointments. Okay. So. Who, who else do you have in the team with you? Is, obviously, I know you and, and Lynn, but yeah. tell, tell us about the other people. Yeah, so we have, at the moment, we have our clinic manager is called Alicia. Okay. Um, again, she is very young and vibrant, and um, she supports us very much with our administration um, and holding, I suppose, the clinics together with regards to things like booking appointments, communication yeah. with patients. But she does dip into the clinical side as well. So okay. she is multi-skilled and a very vital member of the team. She's lovely. She's been with us for from since the start. Um, we also have Sarah Simone, who is um, Lynn's PA. Okay. So she will support patients. She takes quite a lot of the new inquiries because Lynn and I tend to be very clinical. Um, and that, again, is really important that patients get that continuity and that expertise because Sarah has got a lot of uh, expertise as well as personal experience yeah. of the IVF journey. Um, we also have Rebecca, who is one of our nurses. So she is a fertility nurse and she's a fertility midwife as well. Okay. So she brings all elements um, to, to the patient's journey as well. Yeah. And she can scan. So she is um, a valuable team member um, alongside me in, okay. in supporting patients. Wow. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so there's not many of us, but we do um, very much work closely. Yeah. Um, we also work <coughs> with three counsellors, um, as I say, yeah. obviously for the time. Tombridge Wells area, we're working very closely with Zoe Townsend, who um, is a psychotherapist, a trained psychotherapist, um, and again, uh, exceptional skills um, and supports patients throughout mm. that that, mm. uh, that road to success. Okay, okay. I mean, we, we really want to sort of raise the profile of LCRH, in, not only in the local area, but, you know, the southeast, I guess. And um, because you did, or you have got offices in Harley Street, or you had some 
presence in London anyway, didn't you? Yes, yeah. that's right. So we have um, we have got a premises in Harley Street, which mm. is where we see patients. So that's for new consultations. We can do minor procedures there as well. And both Lynn and I and Rebecca also do um, scanning clinics and consultation clinics. There. Okay. So they're okay. not, uh, we don't work there full time because no. obviously we're covering all of our sites. Um, but it is nice for patients to have the option. Some of our, our couples, professional couples may be working in London mm. and it might be more convenient for them to have an appointment in London oh, yeah. um, and then potentially some of their scanning appointments down here in Tunbridge Wells which yeah. is is the aim ultimately yeah. to almost provide that satellite provision for our patients. Is it, is, is it a, a, maybe an option that people would prefer to come to Tunbridge Wells because they can come if they're in London because they can come down to the countryside it's a nicer area um, you, know, you know it gets them out of their environment yeah. maybe that's a positive. Definitely mm. we have um, we have found that as well with our Beaconsfield clinic mm. um, we have patients from all over we've had patients from wales from okay. scotland yeah um and we even have i mean sarah's fantastic in su- sort of supporting patients in trying to organize accommodation and, yeah. and hotels and yeah. um, things like that so we have had patients that have come down to to stay in the beaconsfield area towards the latter part of their treatment okay. so they can be more available when we need the flexibility to see them maybe a little bit more okay. frequently mm. leading up to the point of their egg collection okay Did you, do you ever get situations where people have been elsewhere and it doesn't work out for them um, and they're unhappy with where they've been so they've, they've they've knocked on your door if you like yeah absolutely and i think um that's a, a really important one because you know there are patients that will not have been successful mm. through other clinics or maybe will have been to another clinic and just didn't get the right vibe um so you know we, we see those patients and, and we will assess those right from the beginning we will see what investigations they've had done we will recommend anything further that we think will benefit them okay. um in the bigger picture mm. um to make the the right decisions for our patients mm. um we put that to them um they will then make an informed choice as to whether they would like to proceed with treatment okay. and it may be that there there are some patients that we don't feel are suitable for yeah, right. the IVF journey yeah. we may need to look at alternative treatments for them such as egg donation or surrogacy um, and we can support them in, in that route as well you know, okay. we, we do collaborate with with other clinics yeah. should we need to and the provision of, of eggs if we need to think about egg donations so there are alternative options there. okay and you get referrals you mentioned that there was someone around a dinner table that someone said they're having trouble and someone said you should try these guys yeah, that stuff like absolutely. that yeah. i yeah. think that's the, that's the thing you know mm. we started off small um we have got significantly bigger um we haven't really been marketing actively mm. um at all so it has been very much word of mouth and mm. i think that for for us as a team um is is really heartwarming because it's it's how we wanted or how lynn um, wanted the business to build mm. um and that's really reassuring because it tells us we're doing the right thing absolutely. and that's ultimately our goal is is to support patients moving forwards absolutely good job yeah. Yeah, i think what comes through here is this is the, it's the personalized service that you offer and the yeah. fact this is like a, a little private boutique small um clinic yeah. um which isn't really like a clinic it's so so you know unique like that um and i think your clients probably really like that and like the way that you um are confident towards them um i think that's really important mm. and i think it was probably one of the drivers why um why lynn wanted to to go it alone um and also why i wanted to join her because i think for us it's you know we've worked in bigger clinics we can see maybe where there are those little voids yeah. for, for patients and where if you're an employee in a clinic you know it's, it's really hard to tick all of those boxes as much as 
from, for example, in my situation, being a nurse manager, you know, I've got a bigger team to manage normally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's a, a, you know, a large number of patients throughput. So you cannot possibly do absolutely everything for that patient. Whereas in this sort of setup, it's, it's different. Lynn and I are very passionate um, as to the patient's the care we provide, um, we get to know our patients very much. Yeah. Um, and it's it's about that continuity element. And, mm. and, you know, we provide that, whether it's me darting to Beaconsfield to do a yeah. clinic or, or Harvey Street yeah. or, um, yeah, yeah. or, or taking a, Tubridge Wells. Or taking so. a WhatsApp at 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Anything Absolutely. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so that, that, that's really good. I think if anyone wants any um, any help or any 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 information about fertility, then they can go to your website and they can call you up. They can there's a there's a, a form on the website. How do they do that? Yeah, that's yeah. fine. And there's there's contact details. They can always reach out. Um, Sarah takes a lot of the initial inquiries. Yeah. Um, I can provide information. You know, if it's just a little bit more of the clinical input that is required. Yeah. Um, obviously, Lynn is available for for consultations. Okay. Um, and she would be the one that would would oversee the care of all patients yeah. um but i you know i very closely follow sort of along with lynn in that respect okay. so yeah by all means um yeah reach out. Are, are people nervous about that reaching out do you think or i think there's more of an awareness these days yeah. i think people are um yeah i think the knowledge base is much greater and mm. patients are more willing to move forward quicker yeah so okay. i think um you know having the confidence to to speak to somebody to to air their concerns or their feelings or what they need um we can certainly provide that and, mm. and if it suits and if it's what you know if, if it's what you're looking for yeah then great we can see you in clinic for the consultation it may not suit everybody um but it does certainly suit a lot of patients mm. that how can they walk in this door and it not suit them? I don't understand it. It's such a lovely place. It is. We're very fortunate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, thanks, Jane. It's been great to talk to you. Uh, thank you for telling me it's your journey. And um, I think this place is awesome. And you've obviously done a great job. So. Fabulous. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Um, thank Excellent. you. And we'll see you for another podcast soon. Thank yeah, you. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you.